sweating in bed keeping you up at night? Whoa, get your mind out of the gutter. This isn't that kind of commercial. You need the cooling power of Purple, the mattress that is. It's comfort reinvented thanks to the Purple Grid. It allows air to flow through, so you sleep cool and comfortable all night long. And it flexes and cushions no matter what position you sleep in. Hmm, maybe it is that kind of commercial. Anyway, save up to $400 on select Purple mattresses and bedding bundles. Get yours at purple.com slash sleep in. Terms apply. Hey, we're all Anthony, host of The Reality Is, and welcome to this week's podcast. So we have a topic filled agenda for today with our special guest, Gabrielle Johnson, a new writer and part of The Reality Is. We're glad to have you aboard. And we also have our good friend, Muhammad. He always brings great perspective, so we love having him around. Gary's back in the studio looking about three shades darker after his cruise with his lovely wife celebrating that fifth year anniversary. And we got a lot of emails and messages to address about Rachel Dozal and her opinions and our opinions on her blackness. So we also address the DPD slash OK Corral shootout in Dallas with the armored truck this week and more on this episode of The Reality Is Where Filter Becomes Extinct. Today we got Muhammad. He's back again. What's up, man? How you doing? Hey, how y'all doing, man? All right. We got Miss Gabrielle from last week. I don't want to call you Gabby yet. Well, you'll tell us later why you why you don't want to call me. You doing all right today? I'm good. All right. We got a good show lined up for you guys, man. We're gonna kick it off by addressing the situation that happened in McKinney. So, Gary, I, I actually want you to uh, take this handoff. I'm giving you. And run. All right. All right. I, I think I can do that. Um, <clears throat> First of all, I don't know all the details, so I'll, I'll preface it with that because I know people, you know, people tend to be like, you know, how are you going to speak on something you don't know about? I know enough about the situation to know that there was uh, supposedly a, a pool party um, that someone that lived in the neighborhood invited friends to. It was, I think, in celebration of a graduation. And, of course, I'm sure by now we've all seen the video. Yeah, there was an altercation between one of the girls and an older uh, lady that I think also lived in that neighborhood. Um, but then after that, we saw, you know, what has been highlighted has been the police officer's activity. And I don't care how you spin it, this, there's no excuse, there's no reason for, for a police officer to treat a teenage girl that way. Um, he had, of color. Regardless of color. That's why I didn't, I didn't even put yeah, that in I there. The te- a teenage girl or teenager in general um, this man had both of his knees on her back and was treating her like a dog. And, um, you know, of course, social media blew up and, and people are out there protesting and as they should be. Yeah. But I think it's, I mean, it's, it's, it's a problem. It's a problem, man. And, and, you know, nothing, supposedly nothing happened to the lady that was fighting with one of the little girls or something like that. But I mean, it's an ugly situation. And of course, uh, kind of the race conversation has been, well, it's a part of it. Yeah. And so, you know, that's that's been another part of it and things that we've talked about on this show. But there's no excuse for that. And, and I think they pressured him to resign. Oh, of course. I mean, so that they didn't have to really try to do something different in the department as a whole. Yeah. You know, they went ahead and probably 
gave him a little some change and said, you know, go ahead. And, yeah. And he'll get a job somewhere else. But everybody who's listening right now, um, if you want to call in, if you agree or want to dispute it, that's fine. You can hit us up at 214-431-5062. Again, that's 214-431-5062. Or interact with us on social media um, at The Reality Is on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We um, we have somebody that will tweet you back live. We get your tweets, and we'll be able to respond to those. Um, my... My thoughts on McKinney, man, is it's something – it's really nothing new, as we always say. It's one of those things that it, it's pretty much a boil over. And it's something that, like people say all the time, it's been happening for years, but now we have camera phones and all of that stuff to where you can catch the videos and actually see what's going on. Mm -hmm. um, I was uh, actually talking to somebody this week. Um, I have to say they were black, and they agreed, you know, that they justified – why he did that and i was like first thing i asked was do you know the whole story because most people they don't know the whole story and as right. i started getting the videos i was like i don't even want to respond or answer to anything right until right. i have the whole story so my, my my whole thing with this my whole issue with it is a white woman started this with a 14 year old girl that's how i kicked off why is she not being brought to the light or anybody even mentioning her and i think the only justice white, yeah exactly but the only reason justice is being seen is because of social media found right. out that she works at Bank of America, right. found out her yeah. name and put it out there. But you haven't heard anything on the news because the re the report was it, it's it's rowdy. It's a lot of black kids here, whatever the case may be. But it started by a white woman saying racially motivated things to black kids, cursing her out. And then when the black girl responded to her, she approached her and slapped her. Mm -hmm. So that's assault. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So then she had to fight back. So then the police were called and then all the police were treated. I mean, all the kids were treated like animals or like uh, prisoners. This is my thing. I didn't have a problem with how if if it's if you coming up, if I'm a police officer, mm -hmm. first of all, the first thing I want to do was use profane language. The way he approached them right. with all that profane <laughs> language, bro, even me, I'd be like, who the hell is this dude talking right. to? Hey, hey, that's my what, listen, that's common. You know what I'm saying? That's common. That whole, you know, the, the profane language among officers in yeah. a lot of other cities is common. Yeah. It's not new. But it's like, I mean, for me, you're not going to get a response. I felt like with, with it being police, man, I feel like you could have came about your authority speaks for itself for one. Mm -hmm. So if I'm coming up, I'm going to be like, nobody run, right. stay here. And not be funny if you run, it's 110 degrees. I'm not fucking running. <laughs> But so, did you hear him say he said that? Yeah. He was like, You can't run. Yeah, and that's what he was already <laughs> pissed off. He right. ran, he fell, he embarrassed that's, that's himself. Really what you yeah. mad about. And like my mama <laughs> said, and like yeah. my mom said. Right. Yeah. That's the that, that made me think of Martin. Uh when the uh, what's the Otis. Otis, Otis. Otis yeah. when he came on the scene just yeah. it, like tripping all yeah. over stuff yeah. and I, yeah. bro, I was yeah. Yeah. He, 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 he Right. He, did. <laughs> he, did. he lost his flashlight. Of course, you pissed off. On top of that, he broke one of the reality is golden rules. He had on white socks with black <laughs> he shoes. So did. He so like, the oh whole time God. he had his knees on girl back. I'm like, like, this is brutality. And then I looked at him. I'm like, dog, come on, I mean, come on, dog. So he, he was, was all kind of sloppy <laughs> out there. <laughs> he was breaking all kinds of rules that day. But I felt like if he, you know, the way he approached them, like the way, you know, when he went after the girl. It was because she kept responding to him saying, "Call my up. mama." Yeah. yeah, but it was like you're saying, "Back your ass up, sit the fuck down." You can't talk she to people like his that. ego. That's why he got. And yeah, I feel exactly. like I mean, the police are supposed to be there to get the get the situation under control, under control. not to escalate. Right. And, and I feel and like they right. showed up and escalated. Well, now, hold on, we gotta give credit where credit's due. Some of his fellow officers that were there, they were cool. They were, yeah, they were cool. That's what I was gonna say. Right. They were handing his flashlight back. The guy was just you know kind of talking to him like like he's leveling with him. Right. This guy was all. It was just a lunatic. Right. It was a raging lunatic across the whole entire city. Yeah. 
and and that's that's the bad part about it. And and for and like I say, even if he wanted to quine her down, you could have just grabbed her, put her in handcuffs, and set her down. If that's what well, you really man, wanted 15, to do, dude. Yeah. right? But well, you, you didn't have. You to don't need to grab her head yeah, and say, "Get on your face." Yeah, right. And, and she was already dirt. on the ground, right? And you pick her up to slam her on the ground. And as she's calling for her mom, you pick her, like you said, you grab her by her hair and sling her face. Let around. me tell you, man. Yeah. When you're a police officer, simple. You have to have one of the most amazing problem-solving skills and due right. diligence skills. Sit back and analyze the situation. Don't just go off on a whim yeah. like yeah. he did. You have to sit back. This is a girl looks like she's obviously under 18. Don't yeah. take it easy. She's a minor. Yeah. Let's approach this in a different manner. Yeah. Not throw her around like she's a rag doll. Yeah. You know? yeah. No, no, that definitely makes sense. And, and, my, and my whole issue with it, you know, they, they did the, the whole march in McKinney and mm-hmm. everything. It goes further than that as well. Like, you have to return to your communities, as we always talk about, and do something consistently, not just show up at that time. Because I'm always, I mean, me, you, Christian, Muhammad, Gabby, uh, we're always about what is the solution? Right. You, we, we know what the issue is, and we know what the problem is, it. but what is the solution and how yeah. do you address it? But right. it, it was just kind of sickening to see. For me, it was kind of hard to see. And then, you know, to spin off and go on to um, Karen Fitzgibbons. Uh, her I, comments. Yeah, that, could, was, that was ridiculous. Well, and... I wish I had it up. I could just read it, but I don't have it up right now. But she basically said a lot of things that I know a lot of people are thinking, which is unfounded in the first place. But she was basically talking about y'all, you know, y'all are causing the problems. Y'all invoke this on yourselves. Yeah. So, yeah, pull it up so we can because it was. And, and and then had the audacity to say, you know, I'm not racist, I'm not this, I'm not that. But in the you same start, breath, talking about segregating. Yeah, yeah. Put them over there. So we're going to get Gary to read it real quick. All right, so this is Karen Fitzgibbon's comments. This makes me angry. This officer should not have had to resign. I'm going to just go ahead and say it. The blacks are the ones causing the problems in this quote-unquote racial tension. I guess that's what happens when you flunk out of school and have no education. I'm sure their parents are just as guilty for not knowing what their kids were doing or knew it and didn't care. I'm almost to the point of wanting them all segregated on one side of town so they can hurt each other and leave the innocent people alone. Maybe the 50s and 60s were really on to something. Now, let the bashing of my true and honest opinion begin. Go. Qu- uh, hashtag, I'm not racist. I'm sick of them causing trouble. It was a gated community. What? It, it was a gated community that, that some of these kids lived inside of. Yeah, Bro, I mean, I don't know what it is. Right, yeah. right. How do you end there with, I'm not racist? <laughs> then what, what is, is that called? Yeah, where is racism that that's not racism? I mean, I, can't, I couldn't even get past the us-them language, yeah, despite the explicit things she said about yeah. who she categorized as them. Yeah. But the us-them language, I mean, we always get accused of pulling a race card when we expose what's already there. But when you have people using this kind of language, it continues to keep these communities divided. I mean, the way I look at it, man, she's racist because you can't start a sentence with the black. (laughs) Or the blacks. The blacks, yeah. And And then for for me, it's like like me saying, hey, right now I think we should go out and hang every last white person. I'm not racist. I just right. think they're the reason why <laughs> right. all of this racial tension. Right. Man, bullshit. Right. I'm not. I'm not racist, it's but simple, I man. will call you. I don't. I think you should. You can't. For me, you can't use blanket statements when exactly. talking about situations because exactly. not all white people are bad. Exactly. Not all white people are Karen Gibbons and and the you know uh, Officer Case Bolt. Like they're not all bad. Like you said. You had white police officers who were trying to help out and keep right. him calm. Yeah. You have white people on social media who are defending 
these racial slander, the, these words and stuff that other racist white people are saying, not all white people are bad. You just have to call it for what it is. Case boat, out of hand, not the police department. Right. Karen Gibbons, stupid yeah. ass teacher. <laughs> Not the whole plain old uh, ISD that she right. works for. Right. That's how you have to call it out. But with with white people, some white people, they'll you know when one black person does something wrong, they categorize it with every black person. Push the rewind button. They want yes. to go back in the time. And yes. Prime example: this girl song about the sixties and the seventies, the civil right. rights movement. Right. Yeah. So I mean, it's it's pathetic. And, and let me tell you something, man. White people, for some God-given reason, think they're the most... And not, and not, wow, they just generalize everybody? Yeah. Oh, shit. There you go. Oh, my see, bad. You see how it works? You see exactly how it works? Yeah. So I can sit back and say that if I see a white man that has you know has a domestic abuse with his wife, that yeah. knocks the hell out of his wife, yeah. right? And the black guy does it. I can say that the white man... No, no. you know, There's something deeper. Maybe she cheated on him, right? Maybe she tried to stab him. But if the black guy, by default, they want to generalize everybody and say, look, look at the black people beating their wives up. Again. Yep. Look at the Arabs beating their wives up again. Yeah. It was funny, I was reading a comment on Facebook about them Arabs or them Muslims. And one guy addressed that. One white guy's like, yeah, uh, and she was a lady. She goes, yeah, it's proven statistically that you guys do beat your wives. And I said, that's funny because last I checked here in America, we have a hotline devoted for women's abuse. Yeah. I mean, More than it's one. It's a two-way road, let's yeah. be honest. Right. Yeah. I mean, but it, when it, you're a part. standard. And when you're a part of the, the, the culture that gets to define everybody else's experience, then when you do the same thing, it's isolated event, like both of y'all are saying. But when somebody else does it, it's, oh, it's an indication yeah. of their, you know, true their, being. yeah, their true being or their culture. I, I think I said something on Facebook just saying if the, if the roles were reversed, if there were a white girl and a black police officer, oh, man. like the They'll city would be him. shut down. Oh, yeah. Like they the city would be shut down. Oh, yeah. It's just kind of like, city I just feel like people are, like you said before, it's, it was a teenager and like I saw a lot of comments saying where the kids were being rowdy and like they're kids. Like, they're teenagers. They're teenagers. That's exactly what you're doing. a damn graduation pool party. I was right. there. I'm right. finna right. get but rowdy I mean, too. When, when you were a teenager. <laughs> they had social media back in my day. Exactly. It's like, if they had all this stuff when we were kids, then I mean, I can't even tell some of the stuff that I would have been caught doing, but you know what I'm saying? It's like, Man. you know, you can't blame kids for acting as children do. Now, if that was a, a party of adults, then that would be a different story, but, no, for sure. you know, of course, 14 years are going to run off at the mouth. They're popping off at the mouth at home. My mom said all the time, who you think you talk to? You know, it's like, it's like mm -hmm. so for them to go into a situation with children saying, you know, they deserve what they get. Oh, this, yeah. this one of my Facebook quote unquote friends said that, and I like lost it. Yeah. Like I lost. I don't ever say you know. Like I don't know all the facts, so I yeah. don't ever like jump into these until things you know, yeah. until I know. And then it's like for you to say that you know you broke it. and everything the girl said was was incorrect. You yeah. broke into private property. Yeah, you're assaulting the a huge window we right, didn't see. Right, yeah. you're <laughs> assaulting the police officers. Like what are what, you watching? What are you, what are you watching? watching? She probably didn't watch the news. She pro I mean she probably didn't watch the videos. She just watched the news, which. Like I said, they're going to portray and show everything at a slant. This is the whole thing I'll say. I'm, I'm telling you right now. Any movie you watch, why, in media, movies, in everyday life, Hispanics, blacks, Muslims, everybody is always made to look worse than white people. I tell people all to, this is how I look at it. Black guys, they are black people. They always be like, "Oh, you want to smoke marijuana?" First of all, yeah, some black people do. A lot of black people smoke. A marijuana. lot of people smoke. A lot of people, right. Yeah, but that's what I'm getting to. <laughs> so, white people smoke marijuana. Hispanics smoke marijuana. White people love to do crack. You know what I'm saying? So they'll be like, "Oh, the black guys are always cheating on their wives, or Muslims or whatever beat on their wives." Well, white men have affairs. They'll take care of a whole other family across somewhere else and still have this family. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if it's just Lifetime movies, 
but they, they have to be with somebody. They'll kill off one of them right. to make sure they have another. <laughs> so why in the hell, right. when we do right. something, it's so much worse? Yeah. I mean, yeah, you got somebody like Mike Brown supposedly robbing a store, but you got a man downtown Dallas shooting up shit in an armored truck. <laughs> not a terrorist. Right. It wasn't terrorist. Right, right, they found right. bombs, by the way. They yeah. found right. pipe bombs. They found yeah. pipe bombs. And he's they found, not a terrorist. And, and, and had five holes in the van to shoot at. And they're negotiating with him. Yeah. With him. I think he's, he's dead, not, though. Yeah, I think they shot. They're saying because he's yeah, just been sitting there. Happen, yeah, that's what they were saying. He's, he's possibly dead, dead because but he, he has been terrorized. He did. He terrorized. I mean, we had homeboys down there going out last night at right. Milo who hit us Ducking up at three o'clock in the morning, and stuff. scared, talking about man, we crossing across the tr- street and dude just open fire, just open start fire. spraying. Yeah, this ain't Chicago. This ain't Iraq. This is downtown Dallas by a white man who felt like the police were wrong for arresting his son and calling him a terrorist. What? Yes, I thought it was like over custody or something. Yeah, well, I was in the gym some, this was, morning yeah, when he it was, was upset on with yeah. them on something. Yeah, they, they took him from cut. They took, yeah, but blame him for losing his kid. But it justifies it, right? Yeah, it I mean, does. Yeah. But I was right. Now, if that was somebody black, which I mean, this kind of happens all the time. Yeah, you know, <laughs> then, then you know, then then yeah. it would be. I, I'm I'm just really surprised that it's even like on the national news because I saw it on CNN. Yeah. Right. Being that it is right. a white man, yeah. I'm surprised it's not just kind of like, oh, he's just upset. Let's no, just, I feel like we got the breaking news last night. Anthony was oh, saying yeah. that a, a, we a got boy, yeah, a boy texted us um, like right when it after it happened. On he Facebook. Was like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 and they hit us, and we were just like, what? Rapid succession? That's crazy. <laughs> and then the thing about it was, this is what I tweeted. I tweeted this morning, and first thing I was like, well, you know, I was like, no one was killed. It started around midnight. There was threat of bombs placed around downtown. It was because his son was arrested and labeled as a terrorist. They ended up the standoff at I-45 near Hutchinson by the yeah. Jack in the Box. The possibility of, like you said, him being dead since there was no action over the last you know, couple of hours. This is my whole thing. I tweeted, even with him not killing anybody and not killing any police, the police should try to bring him in for questioning and try to figure out maybe if he has any other bombs, if anybody else was complicit with the situation that he's in, a police officer or a police officer in training on my Twitter responded. He said, he needs to be killed. Are you crazy? What the hell are you talking about? I said, that's the reason. It's called preservation of life. Everybody deserves a chance. Everybody. And, and not to be funny, not because he's black or white. I'm black. And I'm saying the white man shouldn't be killed. Right. Because, first of all, it's about taking care of the city and civilians. It happened around Nilo, which is a nice little nightclub. They got lofts and living spaces down there. He's he supposedly had planted bombs and found bombs. Why would you kill a man when he could have something else? I feel like set they think up? he's not that smart. I think people well, he think was smart most, enough to come in an armored truck. Right. Most people <laughs> yeah. feel like, but they then when they when they when they shot at the truck, that's what I think that he's dead, right? Because yeah. they think that they shot him. Yeah. Right. So if it, I mean, so they shot him through the window. But they bearing safe. They're being safe because, and this is just criminal minds coming out. I watch a lot of TV. <laughs> me too. That's I know, I'm a, I'm a, yeah, and I know one part on criminal. Yeah, and I know one part on criminal minds where they they had bummed this part of the city in Washington D.C. and Hotch was down there with the lady who had you know got blown up in the truck and uh, Morgan, which is Derek one. Fisher. I mean Derek. Um, uh, well, Shamar, Shamar Moore. Moore. He wanted to come down and save him, and they were like, "You can't go because right. they set it up sometimes to where they act like." It's uh, they're playing possum to draw you in, and then they blow everything up. You know what I'm saying? So that's probably why they're sending the robot to scan the truck for body heat and see if anybody's alive in there. But it's like you can't just go in and say let's kill this guy because you don't know what this man has planned. That's the thing. People feel like, like you said on TV, people always feel like this will never happen to me. Yeah. So they're probably he. This guy's probably thinking the 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 
the what, what are we oh, yeah, what, him? He's what are we idiot. calling him? Okay, he's so an, we're thinking that the idiot. I didn't say it on social media because I, I was like, I don't <laughs> no, argue on social media. Officer, but the guy who on Twitter, no, the one that's shooting, oh, the one that's shooting, right. the shooting. Oh, yeah, I forgot his name. So they're the just, terrorist. They're just exactly. thinking that that he's not smart because like nobody thinks that ever you know these situations will ever happen to them, ever happen to their city. So it's like, of course he doesn't have any more bombs. That's not re- you know, of course he doesn't have until shit like that happens. Happens, yeah. And then it's like, oh well, we never thought we, we that think. he would have have him you know strategically placed. Yeah, around yeah. town and sometimes not to be funny when you go out when you go that far you're ready to die oh hell yeah you got exactly. it exactly Exactly, I, I mean, but he wanted to take some people out first, which yeah. is why he pulled up in the armored truck. You know what I'm saying? I mean, he wanted to. But see, my thing, I, I mean, I haven't really read into it, but I want to know like who else worked with him. And where the hell did he get this armored truck and from? He get it off Craigslist. <laughs> he or he may have been taking some time just building it. You know, not I to mean, be funny. Probably. If you got, and that's why I say it really probably takes multiple people, unless he's smart enough. To have like okay, well, multiple they, addresses, or why were they accusing his son of being a terrorist? Because maybe the son is the one who built this truck. Tru- hey, who knows? Maybe. I, 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 I mean, who See? knows? Seems like everything I try to do without you go wrong. I'm confused about a lot of things now with my faith, so I'm depending on your Holy Ghost. And we doing this for Rachel Dozel. I guess that's the uh, the right way to pronounce it. She's basically a leader in the NAACP who has claimed to be black for most of her life, but her parents ousted her this week. They said she's been for over ten years. She's been lying and acting like she was she's Assistant. black. And I mean, when if you saw the interview, it was I was uncomfortable I didn't watching see the interview. It. Oh, I did. The it's one where, she, where the guy asked her He's was like, "So is your is your father African American man?" And she was like, huh? "I'm not sure what you're implying or something like that." <laughs> what the hell? And is then, your dad black, and then bro? he said, "Okay, are you African American?" And she basically avoided the question. And then he asked a third question. She just walked she just off. Walked off the, uh, Who interviewed her? Some some, some, some guy. Yeah. yeah. Some yeah. guy. I don't know if it was all her, but if you, I mean, if you Google Rachel Dozel, she got like pictures, and there's one picture where she's sitting on this rail. She got ass like a black woman. <laughs> when I saw that ass, I said, "Hey, that, that, that I mean, don't no ass hang over the cuff of something. <laughs> hey, you got ass like a sister." And I mean, she, whoever was doing the tans, the hairstyles, she I, was doing the tans like daily or something, it. spray tans I mean, daily. Yeah, she was, I don't get this though. How do her parents oust her? being white is there like a board that you got to go through and it's like a petition you have to file and haven't they been knowing they the outed it yeah i wonder what made them like find like, that's what okay. it seemed, it seemed so like there was some because i saw another interview that was longer and she actually said more and she did that's where she said she does identify as a black woman but she in that interview it they sounded like there was some tension between her and, and these parents like she said she doesn't consider them parents anymore she calls them by their first name and she considers this other guy, this black guy, her dad. Mm-hmm. But it's, I mean, those are her biological parents. So she's like estranged from them, probably more so because of what <laughs> they outed her. But 
uh, it sounds like there, there's been some tension and maybe something happened to make them say, you know what? She ain't she ain't black. I don't when I think about this, you know, when I think about if we were black, I mean, if we're with us being black, if we were black, <laughs> but us being black, you ain't black. acting white. <laughs> <laughs> House been a, nigga. Been He's not really black. But it's like, <laughs> but you know, it's funny because it brings it brings up uh, Dave Chappelle, that Dave Chappelle skit to me. Oh, yeah. When they were doing the trick, when they were doing like the draft. The racial draft. And then, you know, when he was like, wait, one goddamn minute, Rundell. Yeah. <laughs> That's the only or, thing I think or, or when he Or when he plays the, when Dave Blind. Chappelle plays the oh god oh, that one KKK. Clayton yeah. Bigsby yeah. Yeah. The, the, oh yeah. god and he divorced his wife from their very Big, end because yes. why is she like black she, yeah <laughs> yeah well I'm the, the one the Chuck Minotinic or whatever oh, yeah, when yeah. he's the the newscaster yes 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 I mean and, and it also makes me think about uh what's his name uh when Jamie Foxx played uh oh the uh, Tyrone Couple yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh man it's, it's it's just so funny or uh when Martin played Bob Oh, from accounting. Right, from right. accounting. Or yes. the marketing. Yeah, Bob no, it was Bob from accounting. Yeah, Bob from accounting. Yeah. So it's like, for me, it's like that. It just automatically thought about it. Um, my whole my whole issue with it, she would have, like, and her parents even said it, if she wanted to support the double uh, NAACP and help out or whatever, it would have made, she would have probably got more traction being a white woman wanting to do the work that she was looking to do. Yeah. I won't take away from the things that she's done if, she's, if she did them wholeheartedly and meant to you know, try to make a better society, I get it, but it's one of those things like you say. Why lie? I get it if you even identify. We talked about demographics a couple of weeks ago about where you're raised, and they mm-hmm. said that she that her parents adopted four black kids. Right. So not to be funny, when black people get in something, we get in it. You know, that's <laughs> like you know, with interracial dating. I mean, the baby don't they don't come out and be like the baby white. Mm-hmm. No, that baby's black. Mm-hmm. If we sleep with an Asian woman. He's black and Asian. <laughs> we sleep with Hawaiian. He's black and whatever. Mm-hmm. We come in and we break everything down. So if she lived with four four black kids and grew up around them, I'm sure they rubbed off on her more than she rubbed off on them. Well, and, and I mean, even yeah, and and there's been plenty there's been plenty of, of white people. I've had plenty of white friends that that identify with you know whatever we call black culture and and all of that kind of stuff. But like you were saying. Every all the stuff that she did with the NAACP, I would say a vast majority of it she could have done as a white woman she did as well in as well. in her position. Now yes. you could debate about okay, well if she was if she was white when she applied for that position, would she have gotten it? I don't know. But my point is is that we have, there's plenty of white allies yeah. that work alongside that do not pose to be black. To be That's black. my problem. Is this lady and they I saw something yesterday where they were talking about she. I had speaking engagements that she went for pay, you know, okay. getting paid to go speak and talk about her experiences as a black right. woman in America. See, I don't think that's, that's a problem. Yes, right. that's a problem. <laughs> I have a problem with that. Right. Yeah, that's a problem. Uh, uh, yeah. I mean, that's the, my problem is that she just that she lied. I mean, right. Like to just if you want to do the work, then just do it. Don't do lie. So now what, I don't. I wonder where she's going to come back. I bet to. she took advantage. What's of her excuse going to be? But I mean, she could have did that as a white girl. Yeah, she could. It's not like no no white girl has ever had but, to sneak to say no. You know, I want to be a But it's a little bit more man. difficult because you don't have to worry about what people think. You know what I'm saying? Like as a white person and a black person dating or interracial period, you still kind of have in the back of your head sometimes. I wonder or whatever. 
She's. I mean, if you perpetrate being black, you could just walk in the room and be like, I know if if if, if she walked in here now as a light skinned woman and tried to talk to me or was flirting, I ain't thinking nothing else. But I'm a holler at her. This is just me. But if a white girl walk in, I, anytime I come in inter, in contact with white women or dating white women, I always kind of be like. Do I really want to deal with the everyday life? How's what this, people how's thinking gonna and how look? it's going to portray what my mom may think? Because she says she ain't racist, but how does she really feel? And other, you don't think you don't think about that. If she come in light skin, you black. But I'm that's a, but but that's what you're thinking. That's what a lot of people. I'm I, saying, if, I know I'm not the only one. But it's right. No, no. I'm saying yeah. that's what you're thinking as the black person. But exactly. who's to say that? The white people who date black people, if this is what they, if this is what they do, they probably like. I talked to one about the interracial dating. Yeah. I talked to this white guy, and he's only dated black women. He never, it's not even like a second thought to him. Yeah. Like he doesn't think like, oh, I'm fixing to have to deal with because he's That's only cause dated. Never got hung he's back only right, but I'm right, but I'm saying this. What I'm saying, she's yeah. white. Yeah, I know what so that's what I'm saying. coming yeah. from. It's so coming from her. Way, yeah. She's not thinking like, let me let me try to put these dreadlocks yeah, in my hair so I can. Yeah. Uh, but guys, you, you know this discussion will be null and void in 20 years. I really don't think this oh, discussion yeah. will come up anymore. I feel like well, discussion about what part? Just, you know, like the, the blacks whites marrying or what, yeah. the one, white woman. It's going to be more mixed people. Yeah, right. I don't think it will have an issue anymore. Right. This is all going to go away. Yeah. I mean, well, let the dig down begin. <laughs> <laughs> look, I want to look. The, this is what got me with this with this thing because I mean, yeah, we could have a serious conversation about it, but the Ask Rachel hashtags. Oh man, can we oh, talk yeah. about the yeah. Ask Rachel hashtags? Let me just read one. <laughs> when a black preacher starts having asthmatic-like breaths, do you a Find an albatross inhaler or B, scream, let them use let you. Let the Lord use you, bro. Ask Rachel. <laughs> let the Lord use you. And if you're black, you know exactly what it is. Let uh, them use you. Rachel, let what are the last four digits to this number? 281-330-8004? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Like one of them was like, you know, if you run out of milk and you have cereal, do you A eat dry cereal? B put milk no, uh B don't eat cereal all or th- uh C put water in it. Put water, I, put water in it. I've never did. I've that. done I've I put never, orange juice I've, in it before. I put water in it. I'll eat it dry. You didn't never know that? <laughs> I didn't know the answer. I didn't oh, know it was water yeah. just from Friday. Yeah. But I I've never yeah, done that. I would have said water. That's what you I've eaten it with water before when I'm out of milk. Let's see. We're gonna really? see how yeah. how aware y'all are. Here go another one. I am your mother. Not one of your blank friends. A school, B best, C nappy headed. Your nappy head ass friend. I ain't one of your nappy head friends. I had one that said, to what arch- to what architectural structure did Lil John direct us towards? A the roof, B the window, C the wall, or D All both B and C. Yeah, bro, they had them. My favorite one was their uh, Mo Control. Yeah. And and I thought I literally was in the car and I was like, How do I ask for the remote control? And I always used to say when I was a kid, I used to be like, Mom, where the remote control? (laughs) I don't know. My lip just couldn't form that arc. Where is the remote control? Oh my god. And it's so funny when they did it, I was like, man, then they had the one where um they had the picture of Uncle Charles from the Bone Thugs and the Harmony oh, video. And God. it was like, who uncle is this? Right. What's, what's this What's this name? person's name? And I was like, wow, man. <laughs> they had It's my Uncle Charles, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, and, and me and Gary were talking before the show. We was like, it's so crazy that across America, all blacks are in sync. Like, we know everything the same. Oh, yeah. And it, it's, no, whether it's in New York or California, these memes probably came, you know they came from, from all over. 
And one of my Twitter, one of my Twitter followers said that he said it's crazy to have this ass Rachel is bringing black people together. Bring <laughs> bring together. It really, uh, it's funny that it kind of is. It kind of is. I mean, it's highlighting those aspects of of, of culture that you that everybody seems to be able to identify. Exactly. with. Exactly. And I don't know, man. It was just, it was good reading it. I know another one was the one where it was like, "Who's the real Weezy?" And it was like Lil Wayne <laughs> and, and Weezy, Weezy Jefferson. Good yeah, yeah. I was just like, man, this. But one of this, one guy said. Uh, um, I think Rachel would get a pass if she jumped on Twitter and started correctly answering all these questions. I'm right. sure she you knows would. a lot of them. If she's sure been, she she been riding with black folks this long. I'm sure. And I think they said she went to Howard, right? I don't know. I think so. I don't she know. Went to, cause were, I, I, she went to, because some more serious discussions were, right. they were upset that she was that she got like scholarships and stuff to Howard. You know right. Yeah. Well, well and, and she became an Africana studies professor yeah. during that time. That's so, crazy, I mean, bro. She just racked it all up, racked up all the culture. All the credentials, too, are right there. Right. right. There. Racked up all the culture. And it's the thing, man, like, I, I was um, looking up something, and I was like, things white people do to be close to black people. They don't realize it, but tanning, you're getting darker. Because yeah. if we want to be natural and be in our natural essence, every white person would be pale as shit unless they're, you know, in, they're biracial. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? And it's okay. And, like, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it, but it's like, Except the fact that you want to be darker because darker looks better on you. You want interracial kids because interracial kids, to them, looks better. If mm -hmm. I had to choose between dark skinned baby and a light skinned baby, because I'm dark skinned, I, it's some it's be something beautiful about both. Right. But it's like I would never choose or date a woman because I want a more beautiful <clears throat> excuse me a more beautiful child. Mm -hmm. But uh, the tanning, you have them with the braids with Iggy Azalea, you know what I'm saying, and everybody else. The lip injections, white women are squatting like never before <laughs> to get booty if they're not doing booty injections. Mm -hmm. uh, memorizing hip hop lyrics, even though a lot of these songs that they be memorizing be from like 1995. <laughs> I don't know what it is about white people. Like they always are playing hip hop 10 years behind us. <laughs> because if you if they know the old stuff, it's like, oh, you've been down. Yeah. You can't just listen yeah. to the new stuff because then, like this ass Rachel, that doesn't give them any credibility. Yeah, but right. if they can, you know, say, you know. Relate uh, back in the day. Right, Juvenile <laughs> is bringing right. it, to, he, he bringing it back for the what year? You can say <laughs> for the nine, 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 nine. <laughs> Right. If you can answer that, like, oh, you've been, you been listening to hip hop. But it's so funny because it's like, they, they love our culture and it's like they'll never admit to it some of them will you know not all of them but the people who are blatantly who have a proper who know the propaganda and the agenda that they have behind it they will never say it but like we always talk about bro everything that we do as a black community even hispanics even muslims like white still a lot of that shit if look at the runways over in paris and stuff a lot, a lot of that stuff, not to be funny, the, the veils and the stuff, that's Muslim type stuff that they've been doing for years. The, you know, the slim jeans or the night, the crazy looking shoes, the crazy hair, the big ass, mm -hmm. like, this is all stuff they've taken from other cultures. From different, yeah, from different yeah. cultures, yeah. 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 Let me tell you, man, I mean, back in the day we used to go party, you know, high school, college. Man, we never jammed to country music or Britney mm -hmm. Spears. Mm -hmm. And I would never do it. you always had hip hop, man. Right. That's it, yeah. you know? Mm -hmm. Well, and I saw this thing on Facebook, actually, while I was on the way over here. I think it's like a five-minute video. I wish I had it, but uh, it's about cultural appropriation, and there's this girl that's talking about the dynamics of it and talking about how hip-hop, she, she basically gave like a timeline when hip-hop was created, how it was portrayed by the dominant culture, and then when it started getting like appropriated by the dominant culture, and then you started having more white rappers, and then you had Iggy Azalea being named the new 
a surprising uh, hip hop star and all this stuff. You had yeah. braids, like you were saying on the runways in these fashion shows. You've got these models having braids and, and cornrows and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. bantu knots, all this stuff. And the girl was talking about, you know, <clears throat> the lines between cultures blending and stuff are blur. Yeah. But when it when it comes to a point where the culture that you stole it from is you you talk about it in stereotyped ways in a negative way, and yeah. then when you use it for yourself you talk about it as if you created it and yeah. then you get credit for it yeah. like Miley Cyrus yeah. creating twerking and that kind of stuff uh she, like that's where the line needs to yeah. be drawn and i mean that and it's frustrating yeah. when i see that and when i see Miley Cyrus twerking or when i see you know people trying to have this curly hair look or the natural you know and that's not that's not that's you know not they, yours. exactly and it's and not yours. give credit where it's due. I mean, hell, I being in school, yeah. I, if I use a, a source, I have to cite it. Yeah, right. Cite, cite, cite. plagiarizing yeah. will get you kicked yeah. out of school. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> cite, not cite Bantu Put it in the footnotes. Put it in the damn footnotes. That's all I ask. You can use it. And that's what I was gonna say. We don't even care, bro. But it's like, don't act like you created it. And that's the whole thing. I, but I'm like Muhammad. I'm, you ain't gonna catch me listening to no country music or none of that other BS. Now, some I do want to go line dancing though. I've actually line dancing is pretty fun. See? I think it's good to cross culture. But you know yeah. what? I didn't create the shit. But, but exactly, that's right. the thing. But I mean, I'm not like doing that. If I'm like, you know, I'm going, I'm getting, I'm getting crunk tonight. Yeah. I'm like, I'm turning. Let's go. Oh, I'm just gonna fuck up, up some bad. line dancing. Yeah. Let's go do it. <laughs> right, because you know, chance. good and well, if we go do some line dancing, yeah. we are gonna put our own little flavor yeah. on it. We are gonna put your spin on it. Yeah, I'm gonna stank your leg on that thing. I'm sorry, electric slide. Yeah. <laughs> Turn up on Kenny Chesney. Turn up on Ed Sheeran. I mean, just I mean, like I say, man, just get a credit where credit is doing. I think really that's the biggest thing with everybody. It's okay. I mean, I think the thing that, that kind of gets me with black people, man, is we're so engaging and inviting to everybody else. But nobody really accepts us. Yeah. Paul they, Wall, Bubba Sparks. You know what I'm saying? Riff Raff. Yeah. Machine Gun <laughs> Kelly. Yep. Eminem. Eminem I'm probably the only one that I really have respect for. Well, when that's it comes the to blackest like, white man. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> but I, I respect him like lyrically. Machine Gun Kelly gets me sometimes, but I respect Eminem, bro. Mm-hmm. I, I, I respect the talent in in, in which he but portrays he, Eminem, in his music. But I feel like that's because Eminem stayed himself. He wasn't like I don't feel like he was trying to be. Yeah, in it. He, he talked about being in the trailer. Right. He talked about yeah. being right. you know, quote unquote white trash. Yeah, that's right. what he talked about. It wasn't and like he accepted it. Right. right. It wasn't like he was trying to be somebody that he wasn't. Well, yeah. And yeah. I feel like yeah. if you're just being who you are, then you'll be then accepted. You do. Don't pretend to be somebody else. Exactly. No, that makes sense. And this is for the homies. Talking about the swap meets rolling. Chain wearing niggas with the white teeth. Baby, tell the truth, yeah, you know we. Somebody get ready to pass me the hit of that endo. I'm trying to get blown. I'm trying to get turned up like the 15s in my Cadillac Brown. Looking for ET2 phone home. Tad out. The flavor I kick women is the good days. Think of back when we used to run in the swap meet for the rolly chain. Pro club, t shirts, why did the Anglo Saxons make it a one next tall, crispy with the cotton fashion? That's fashion. If you come where I'm from, Compton, California, one. Love to the murder capital, under the sun. Young niggas running around the street with heat bigger than me. But I don't trip, I still dip like saucer to a chip. Rolling down Rosecrans to scoop up my man. Hey man, keep talking about some foolishness on how we can pick up on some hoes. I actually want to debate or argue with somebody. So if you feel yeah. like arguing today, call in. I want to <laughs> argue with you. I want to argue with you. 
No, but uh, we want to talk about the next topic, which is three reasons to embrace your imperfections. And the top three reasons I gave was no one can hurt you or people won't be able to hone in on your weaknesses. Uh, you become aware of yourself and who you are, and you won't allow insecurities to form or fester. Um, for me, I think no one can hurt you is one of the biggest things for me. I mean, once you know your own things that you need to work on, nobody can use them against you. Like for me, people would be like, you're an ass. I know. <laughs> I know. I know that. Mm -hmm. And I'm okay with that. But mm -hmm. are you okay with that? Right. And I'm only an ass when, you know, pushed to a certain extent. Or um, I'm a perfectionist. So if I ask somebody to do something and, and they don't do it or if it's or if they say, oh, I'll do it, and you're really not, don't say you're going to do it because then the ass in me comes out. Right. So for me, I think I, I know my insecurity. I know, I know for me, as far as insecurities, I don't really think I have one. The thing that gets me sometimes is I get down on myself when I haven't accomplished something that I want in an allotted time. Mm -hmm. But, you know, everybody always be like, hey, you know, everybody's situation is different. Take it, this, you know, take it slow. So for me, but I acknowledge those things. So nobody can ever come to me and say, you're an ass, you're a dick, uh, you're an underachiever or whatever, because I know who I am. Right. And I think when you embrace your the things that you, you know, your weaknesses or the things that you're not so great at, you can work on them, you mm -hmm. can acknowledge them, and you can move forward. And if somebody tries to criticize you or come with that, you can kind of laugh and, and keep it moving. Yeah. I mean, and I think it, the thing with imperfections, first of all, I, I love when, you know, when you meet people, like you said, that know their imperfections and own them. I mean, and it, where it becomes almost a point of confidence, like this is me and, you know, this, you know, I can appreciate that because, you know, when I think about imperfections, I think about, it seems like, you know, what we see as negative usually is always attached to some positive trait. So like you said, a perfectionist or, or you know, where if you don't accomplish something, you might get down. But at the same time, that keeps you driven to try to accomplish more. Right. You want to try to do everything right. And uh, that's I mean, that's the way I try to look at it, even with myself. And, you know, Monica will tell you, it, we're, you know, we always try to keep, be positive about certain things. And, you know, there are things that that <clears throat> that I want to work on for myself or areas I want to grow. But at the same time, I recognize that these weaknesses or imperfections or whatever we call them come out of a place of something that I want to do. You know, some some trait that I have that I want to try to get right or whatever it might be. But. I definitely agree with you. I think when people can own their imperfections, own what society would call imperfections even more so, you know, uh, you know, where black women have different kind of hair and, and things like that. And, and now it's become popular. popular. But when it wasn't popular, when you saw somebody say, look, this is me, I'm going to wear this fro or this, you know, this natural hair or whatever and be done with it. And where society would call that imperfection and I would call it a perfection. Yeah. It's I mean, so I think it's a beautiful thing when people can own who they are. Yeah every aspect of themselves, not apologize for it, acknowledge that they might want to work on it, but yeah. at the same time be like, I'm okay yeah, with I'm this. Okay. That's what I say, like I, I've said before, like if I meet somebody, they'll be like, hey, man, you in the gym, you work out? And I'm like, yeah, and they're like, oh, man, how do you get like this or how do you do this? And I'm like, I don't have a six-pack. Let me forewarn you, first <laughs> off, and I'm okay with that because I'm going to eat. Oh, and yeah. I'm going to drink. <laughs> and I'm going to be married. You know, life is too short to worry about having an eight-pack or a six-pack. I ain't got time for that. No. As long as you have a dad bod. Monica yeah, was talking yeah. about a dad bod. You know, somebody that got, like, some muscles but then got, got the belly, belly to go with. Oh, you looking like, oh, he got kids. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, 
they call it after you hit 30 they be like oh that's just that grown man weight. yeah he just got that grown, got that man, grown man weight but you know i've met a lot of women too at this age where it's like you as a man you're thinking you still need to be this way mm-hmm. or be this boy have this boyish body to an extent and i know when i've met a real woman because they'd be like I ain't worried about that. As yeah. long as you take care of yourself, you eat oh, healthy, yeah. you do this, you do that. I don't want you to that. be sloppy looking. Yeah. yeah, you don't want it to be sloppy, but it's like, take care of yourself. Yeah. But I'm not looking for abs. You know what right. I'm saying? And I've met a lot of women who actually, their body is on point more so than mine. And they're still like, oh, you know, mm-hmm. it's cool. But that goes mm-hmm. back to like last week I was saying, you know, guys are more superficial than, of course we than are. women. Of course we So, are. you know, of course <laughs> we'll give you the, the pass, but, you know, we got to, yeah, you know. we be hard as hell on y'all ass. You got to keep it tight. It's like, you got to. You, you, you gonna eat that? Quit looking at my plate. Yes, I'm gonna eat this. But I mean, like I said, I think is I think it's definitely a positive for an individual to to embrace um, the imperfection that they have. Did did either of y'all have something to yeah. say? Well, I feel like I probably mine is that I I'm a lot a lot of times self conscious because I talk a lot. Like I can I can go and like so I'll be trying to pay attention to people, but now it's just kind of like. You're going to have to stop me because I can, <laughs> I can go. Like I told you last week, do you? Right. And then a lot. another thing is I don't have this, but not to rehash the conversation from last oh, week, fine. but I know a lot of people that I know, like I always get the compliment, which like irritates me and I usually do get pretty rude. Like you cute to be dark. Yeah. It's like in what land is that like a compliment? <laughs> like are we automatically <laughs> supposed to be ugly or something? Right. Like, or I have. I have this too is that people I'm not insecure about this but people always feel like I'm snooty or when they first meet me they always say that I'm stuck up or something yeah. I guess it's just how I carry myself because this uh, I remember one time somebody this girl at work was like you just walking around here with your head all up it's just like Shit, it's am I supposed that. to have it held down <laughs> how am I supposed Tuck to See, and that's the thing. like a lot right. of people you know you'll see some guys I remember kids in high school you'd see and they get punked and they grow up a little bit after high school they get this confidence you have to find the perfect median yeah. of what's not cocky, but at the same time, what doesn't look like you're, you know, the type of kid that's going to get punked on every yeah. day. Right, right. But the way I look at it, man, it's, you know, no one can hurt you. Their little asterisk needs to be there unless yeah. you left them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot of people, man, they, they just sit back and they look at today's trends and they want to emulate it to the best of their ability. Like you said, be you. Just yeah. do yeah. you, man. And I kid you not, whenever you're yourself, as cliche as it sounds and cheesy as it sounds, it's easy. Yeah. Man, it becomes so natural. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You don't have to analyze it, tweak it, make it look like you got to fit in. Just be who you are. It's yeah. that simple. And it's authentic. And yeah. people can see through it, man. I mean, the old Rachel Dozel thing. I mean, and get, hey, she, she did it. This is who she is. That's you can who she wanted to be. <laughs> right. I mean, this I guess I guess so. But I applaud her for it. But that's right. Who she is. Right. But I mean, when you you can tell when somebody's being fake. You can tell when somebody's not. You know that you can just sense that authenticity. Yeah, you can. And I can appreciate it when I when you know you sense that in another person. I think that's a, and I think the the fakeness, honestly, it's it's big in black culture, and I'm black, so I have to speak from what a do you perspective. Mean, like, what? Well, like like last week we talked about the thirty thousand dollar millionaire. Oh yeah. Like the person who acts as if they have more, uh-huh. or like Chris has said before, like the elitism. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, and and of course it's in white. You know, it's in the white community as well. But mm-hmm. it's like I'm I think just it's, spe- yeah, it's in it's in everyone. Yeah, it's in everyone. I'm it's just speaking from culture. yeah. I'm just speaking it's from from a, from a, a black perspective. But I like like Muhammad said, just be who you are. It yeah. comes easy. I mean, most people when you look at a person and be like they're a snob or they're a dick, it's like they're they're actually going over and beyond for, for something. something else. And it's like you don't have to. Mm-hmm. And and a lot of times it could be because maybe they were hurt down, you know, mm-hmm. in the past. But it's like 
you still gotta let it go. You still mm-hmm. gotta you still gotta open it up to the possibility of somebody else not hurting you or making new friends or just honestly forgiving yourself. Yeah. And I know Artesia was telling me one time when she talked to uh, this guy that she uh, does her little editing and stuff for, and she you know she was tends to hold herself back sometimes. And the guy was like, allow yourself to be great. Give mm-hmm. yourself permission to be great. Mm-hmm. Quit second guessing yourself. Quit worrying about everything that you do or what you don't do, mm-hmm. what you're good at, what you're not good at. Because you know what? There's something that you can do that the next person can't do. Right. You know? Right. So I may be able to, I don't know, I may, I'm not a good listener, so I'm not going to say that. But I may be able to help <laughs> motor yard or put some motor down. Gary <laughs> may be good at listening. You know what I'm saying? I'm not necessarily to act like I want to hear all that every day because I don't. Right. But I'll get out all unnecessary up. conversations. Yeah. Hey, per I, Anthony. I, 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 I'm just, hey, <laughs> hey, I'm just saying. Hey. But I just think, you know, you just have to be able to be be honest with yourself and allow yourself permission to be who you are mm-hmm. and, and, and just accept it. Um, that That's one of the big things for me. So this moves us into the next topic dating with no intentions. Have you ever done it? Do you do it now? Well, y'all, man. I haven't. So, I haven't. I hadn't done it before I got <laughs> yes, married. <sir. laughs> and since, I mean, now I date. But, I mean, I feel like it's a difference between dating and entering a relationship. But, I mean, I feel like anything is a date. I mean, if I yeah. tell you to meet me at X place at this time, that's a date. Or even in a relationship. So, uh, let's just say for a relationship. So, have you ever, even dating too, I mean, either or, like moving into a situation or dating somebody, knowing possibly that they want more than what you're you're wanting, but you don't tell them because you have no intentions of it really going anywhere. I have done that, but I told them. Yeah. Like, this is not, this is going to go absolutely right nowhere. Yes. At the top, okay. This is going absolutely nowhere. But I do enjoy hanging out with you, and I like coming over here. So yeah. until you have a feel certain type of way about it, then I'm going to keep doing it. <laughs> I mean, but you know what? I've done it. I, mean, I can okay. appreciate the honesty, but though, with that. To. Yeah. I think I've said it before. I did that with one girl where I was like, um, we were hanging out. She was really starting to feel me. And I. And not to be funny, I had heard that she was good at oral sex. And I was like, I'm just going to be real with you. Uh, <laughs> no, you did it. And she did it. I'm telling you. Did she do like, it? She was, Bro, was she okay with it? I got it for about two months, and then she wasn't okay with it. But I got two months. of That's like two months of <laughs> free cake. <laughs> Showtime, HBO, ESPN. Stars. Your subscription is going to end. Yeah, this is going to end. But you know what? I watched it as much this as I could. This is a free trial. I a full, you got you the got, NFL you, ticket. You got everything. You got to take advantage of it. And when it happened, I was like, what? And she was just like, I appreciate your honesty. And she's like, I like you. I like sex. Afterwards, y'all like shake hands. How'd it work? Right, right. How does it go forward? I mean, at that point, honestly, bro, like we just start watching TV again. But it's like I knew with with that being the confirmation, I was like, I'm getting some head before it's over with. But you know what's so funny, bro? It's like when it ended, I was I was almost like, what the hell? Why? Like why? I knew we why. Can't, we can't. We can't. Are you yeah, sure? We can't keep doing this. She was amazing. You you want to hold on? Like that's like have that's again. the kind of one. Let me tell you, you gotta be careful. Yeah, it is. You, you know you can fall in love real quick, right? <laughs> and then you'll be stuck with somebody like eighty twenty, like twenty percent because all that's all she. That's all the twenty percent she got. That's, that's what I was gonna say. I mean, you, that's what I was gonna say because like you might you might start something with somebody where you don't have intentions initially. But then you start having feelings for them, and I then you got to. There's nothing but more exciting than just letting it go the way it wants. Just sitting right. There, just seeing how it plays out. Yeah. Yeah. And I kid you not, those are the ones that are, that are the most memorable. The ones you're just like, man, you know. But you well, got to make sure you're ready for it, too. But that's how my, my 
friend is. <laughs> <laughs> Put him on notes. <laughs> That's how he is. I mean, yeah. I mean, we ha- we have a good time. Yeah. And I mean, it's always laughing. We can all talk about anything, but it's just not. We it's just too much other stuff. It's like it's never going to go anywhere. Well, but yeah. I mean, well, I had that situation too, where I I mean, I'll, I'll, after a breakup. That's I'd usually what happens. Yeah, too. and I was at, I was with this girl for like five years, and after the breakup, I was introduced for a job, and the girl saw me, and we met up, and she was like, "Oh, well, you know, he's attractive," so we met again. Mm-hmm. Kept being cool. Um, she was very manipulative, so that's where the story is going. So I'll go ahead and put that out there. <laughs> but basically, after telling her everything that went wrong in my previous relationship and what I like and whatever, it's like slowly but surely she started doing those things that I like, like cooking, right, cleaning, doing this sex. Right, of course. Different types of sex. Now right. you think, oh, she's the perfect. Yeah. Right. And I was just like, man, she's cool. And then her friend, I remember one day my ex was coming back in town. And I was like, you know, I was in the car with him going to a party. And I was the designated driver. And I was just telling her because she's my friend. And I'm like, well, you know, we was having sex. But it was like the friends with benefits. And I told her, I was like, well, hey, you know, my ex is coming back in town. You know, I'm going to hang out with her. What do you think? And her best friend from the backseat was like, why not give her a chance? Like, the girl. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what the hell? I need you to stay back there in that backseat. But, right? <laughs> but, but in that instance, I knew that they had been talking about it. Right. So I was just like, is this she how you scheming. feel? Yeah. yeah, you know what I'm saying? So I went, mediator. I mean, yeah, but but basically what had turned out, she was basically doing everything to, you know what I'm saying, to, to be That's with, why to now be when I date, if, if, if I'm thinking if I'm really liking somebody, yeah. and they're like, so what do you like? I'm like, oh, I'm pretty simple. I'm not going to give you the instructions. Yeah. And I heard that too. Because yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. You're giving instructions, right. and who is not going to follow them? Right, of yeah. course. You know what I'm saying? If, you, mean, if you're trying to get somebody or trying to, you know, get somebody to like you or get in close enough, of course, you're going to probably do that even unconsciously. Bro, right. she did everything. But this is the way I knew. One day we were messing around. I had through a Super Bowl party. And she came over, she helped clean up, and, like, she left. And she called me, and she's like, I'm on my way, on my way home. I'm drinking. I'm like, well, you should have stayed over here. So she ended up coming back, and we messed around that night. While I'm doing it, in the midst of stroking and doking, she was like, I don't want to be friends no more. Negative. I was like, I, see, lit, I stopped should... mid-stroke, <laughs> halfway that thing in. Balls didn't even clap back. I was like, oh wait a God. minute. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what is going on? What is going on? <laughs> what is going on? I wish right I was, there, I wish that I had a, a clip of the Kevin Hart. Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, bro, it just, it took me for a loop. And I, I started noti- noticing everything at that time. I remember going over to her mom's house one day. Well, no, her mom came over to her house and she had cooked. And her mom was like, you cooking? She was like, he must have done did something to you because you, you ain't never see, could. That's, that's, a, that's a sign. And yeah. I was you noticing never, I, never you told, you'll ever tell a woman, here's what I don't want to deal with in yeah. this new relationship because let their true color, let them true self. And see, mm-hmm. I'm, I and I, and this, yeah. this is how I am. Like, okay, so I was when I, I was dating this guy, and every time he would come visit me, I never cooked. We would always go out. So then, like, of course, it got more serious, and he was like, you don't never cook. I never cooked. What are you talking about? You're right. I don't cook. So, so you know I, don't, I don't. Right. So what it would irritate me is like, don't now, don't be with me thinking, oh, you fixing to change me change because me. I'm going to be who I am. And if I feel like cooking, I will. If I don't, I won't. Yeah. But don't be like, why don't you ever cook? And I think Have that's you ever important. had a meal? And that's what I was gonna say. I think that's important. <laughs> yeah. If somebody is that way, at a certain point, because I think at some point we've all been guilty of trying to either change or manipulate the situation. But at one, at some point, you have to learn to say. This is who this person, he or she is. Am I okay with that? Can I deal with this long term? If I can, it's cool. If not, 
that's okay as well. But you can't change a person because if you change the core of a person, then it starts to make that person uneasy because they're not being who they right. are. Right. Mm-hmm. You but always that, feel like you're walking on eggshells. It's like marriage. See, like what you just said right there is just, that's exactly what marriage is. It's literally you reach a point in a relationship where you just accept that individual for who they are. Yeah. You take their flaws. You you understand what you know what their flaws are. Yeah. But you accept them. Sitting there and trying to drastically change them to your guidance, it's just not going to click. It's like a ticket. But I don't understand why people do that because what is it that attracted to attracted you, you to, to me them. anyway? Well, you know, at the beginning, though, you don't know everything about the person. See, and, and to answer your question, yeah. simple. It's, it's first attraction is, you know, the way they look. Right. Yeah, exactly, yeah. how they look. And after that, that's what we are talking about a couple weeks ago. Then you got to see their person, their true colors. Like yeah. we said, man, I knew some hot chicks in the back in the past. Yeah, beautiful women. They start talking, it was over. It was over. That was it. I just yeah. couldn't take it more yeah. than a month. Yeah, didn't know how to talk, or you just—it's just some. You know, chemistry is so important too, and we talked yeah. about that a lot on the show. And it's like, man, I'm ain't I've met, a, I've talked to a lot of beautiful women, and it's like when you get them on the phone, I'm like. What is this? Right, it's this song that I like absolutely love, and one of the lyrics in the song is, um, "Beauty is something that everybody can have, but attraction is something that's totally different." It's different, different, man. It's it's something that it doesn't show up on paper. You could look at somebody's resume and be like, "They got everything I want," but then you start interacting with them, it's just like it does not that it just yeah yeah. But that but you know to address you know talk about Muhammad's situation like I was telling you when he asked me about the the oral sex like I just. (laughs) I've had this happen several times, and I remember I talked to mm-hmm. you and Christian was talking. He was like, "How does it happen?" I was like, "Bro, I just I'm just honest. A lot of women don't be wanting nothing from men either, but so, yeah, but see, right, like you a know, build up, right? There has to be a build no, up. No, you know I, what? I, and it's the crazy part because my my bro, trainer he talks me. to me about this, and then he'll be like, "I don't know how to break up with," and I'm like, "Just tell just her, do it." Or he'll be like, "I just want to meet a girl and." All we do is mess around, and she maybe could watch a movie or something. But she she cool with. It. I said, well, just say that. He's like, I can't say Man, that. When but when I meet, if that. I meet a guy, and maybe it's different from for for women and men. But if I meet a guy, I'm going to let you know. I don't. You're not looking for anything. I serious, don't want, and it's okay. Right. It's I okay want to just. That. We can hang out, but I don't. I'm going to hang out with other people. Yeah. <laughs> just <laughs> let so, me get that clear. So I don't want you to catch me out, and you be like you surprised. Sign, you may need to make him sign this. Right. Right. Here's where we're at. Right. Here's where we're not going. I told that. But definitely, like y'all. Both saying at the beginning when you set that when that, I mean that's the precedent you set yeah. you you're clear at the beginning so that mm-hmm. so that even if somebody does get in their feelings later it's like refer and to that, conversation yeah. a right. <laughs> yeah. and that's what and that's right. what happened though when she got to that point like I said it lasts about two or three months and when she got to that point she was like I want more and I was like I can't give you more and then you know I probably added a little bit more on that to get about two more tickets punched. <laughs> But I mean, I'll think about it. I mean, we'll meet again tomorrow. Yeah, (laughs) I had to punch that ticket like two more times, bro. When it's good, you gotta try. You gotta get it. You know, that's when you're about to cancel your service, and they're like, "Well, we can give you one more week." week Just to get you to think about it. I was like, "Right on." I'm still considering buying. Yeah, I mean, you just have to, bro. Like, it's a fool. I'm just saying, man. And 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 I had another occasion where it was with an older woman. Now, older women are tricky, though. They, she was trying to mind fuck me, <laughs> like I was the one trying to do this same engagement and contract, verbal contract, and she was trying to do it That's with me. Intimidating. I, yeah, no, it wasn't for me. I was like, all right, well, let's see where this go. First of all, she almost broke my back. Old women do not play games. They're serious about the situation in which they're partaking in. They do not play games. But it it literally happened the same way. Like about three. And she months don't want later. a commitment. No, she didn't want to commit. Right. But three years, three months later, she was she was she still didn't want like a relationship. But she wanted it to be more where, like, it's just me and her going out. Well, I didn't want to do that. So it's like I could still get the sex, but I had to. She wanted to do more hanging out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was mm-hmm. like, 
I was I think I was like 24. I was like, I ain't trying to do that. Mm-hmm. No, I was no, I was like 27. I was like, I ain't trying to do that. Mm-hmm. Why would I want to do that? <laughs> and you know, yeah, and it, it's one of them things when they start pulling off, you like you know, you got to do like you said. They about to cut the cable off. I just need one more week yep. to think about it. Just give yep. me a little bit more time to think about this. Yep. I haven't finished season five of Game of Thrones. <laughs> just a little bit more time. <laughs> got to get it in. said during sex actually matters or mean anything mm, mm, according mm. to gabrielle mm. it holds no weight <laughs> i've even said before myself like when did i say that he's like remember we was oh they don't they don't count i, ain't gonna yeah, lie. Like, I, say, don't count. I would go a step further to say you don't think it during sex the closer uh something is said to orgasm the uh, least oh, <laughs> it, right. Means right. it means nothing Maybe. it doesn't mean anything the least truth i said anything. some great things during sex right before i came of course Right. I love so you. So you telling me I would never anything. be with anybody else. Oh my God, I love you so much. And then it's like, remember you told me you love me? It's like, when? I didn't say that. I didn't say that right when. But right when you're on the cusp, though, man, that'd be, boy. I know I'm one of them dudes where it's on the cusp. I'm like, whoa, 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 wait, 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 wait. Whoa, 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 wait, wait. Like, <laughs> like Eddie I needed to build up about three, four times. Edging. You yeah, edging. I'm edging. <laughs> I needed to build up about three or four times. Then I'm going to let it go. Yeah, whoa, whoa, whoa. It's right. Whoa, 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 whoa. whole body. Yeah. Just go. Yep. Just like Eddie Murphy on Boomerang. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, yeah, with his toes is curved. Woo, woo, woo. Got to turn his edges. <laughs> man, that's... I, I don't know, man. I I, I would... Oh no, man! I've said some things during sex right before the end, and I mean I've been them. I may not have been them as strong and passionate as well, I. Well, maybe said it them. just depends. I should have said it depends on where you are in the relationship. So it depends yeah. on the relationship that you're in. If this is just like you know, just you know, I'm just trying to get some nothing. But I don't matters. think I've ever really said anything that matter like something like that to like a jump off or like the girl. But that I'm I saying got you don't know what months. matters to them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so sure. you could say. Yeah, we can go tomorrow to the mall, and you don't want to be seen in public with this person. <laughs> Tell you know us, what Gary, I mean? about I wonder the, the what you were saying about the oh, uh, the next okay. So when we were <laughs> when we were on the cruise, Monica and I were on the cruise, Carnival cruise. Uh, we met this couple at dinner the first night because you everybody got an assigned table or yeah. whatever. It's a real cool couple, but apparently that first night they were next to a couple that they heard having sex, yeah. and uh, the girl they said was so loud that they couldn't understand what she was saying. But she wasn't just yelling out like, oh, F me, or, you know, these little quick little yeah, phrases. Quick. They said she was, like, reciting a, a damn poem 
or something. So they Turn paused. They paused it. it. Right. They paused put it. it. Right there. <laughs> oh, they did also say that she was like, put it in my butt. Oh. They heard her say, put it in my butt. And then the next thing they heard was Al. <laughs> oh, not so hard. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait. Well, so no, then we just the head first. <laughs> oh, so the la- like the second to last day, we went over to their room just to go drop something off, and then lo and behold, that door swung open, and we finally saw who it was that was apparently making this noise. Boy, they were the wackiest looking couple. Dude had meth teeth, half a mohawk. She had colored hair, dreads, braids, and but hey, she was real cool though. Yeah. We got on the elevator with them and stuff. She was real talkative and open. <laughs> they probably smell like ass. <laughs> Ass and meth. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know, bro. But you know, the, it's always the quirkiest people that you that are the freakiest. Think yeah. about when you think about when you watch movies or or TV shows when they have the the men who are being you know playing uh, being dominated by the dominatrix type women. Mm-hmm. First of all, you know that you, I feel like this. You're out of line if you're over thirty and you're still wearing tidy whities <laughs> Most of the guys be wearing tidy whities they look at her face like, yuck. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it's always the weird people who are, like, into the craziest things. The That's weird true, people yeah. with the most bad-built bodies and everything else. Because at but that, they're probably the most comfortable. They're That's comfortable what, what I'm right. about to say. Oh, yeah. They I have mean, embraced their yeah, uh, imperfections. Yeah, I know sometimes when I'm walking around, I'm like, man, you know, I ate a little bit too much. I don't need to wear this shirt. It's mm-hmm. kind of sticking a little bit. And then I go out and I see a dude with a gut, and I'm like, he's just letting it hang. Right. And he looks so comfortable, yep. but uncomfortable at the same time. Right. <laughs> His back like, hurt, but yeah, he happy. But he happy. <laughs> <laughs> but he happy, bro. And I just be like, damn, I want to get there one day. And I always tell Ortiz, I be like, I, I don't think I can ever even get to that point where I'm like 60 and I just let go of myself. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I just, it just, it just looks uncomfortable. Right. But if you're happy then whatever but you always see the most quirky people even in high school like i forgot her name good i don't want to say her name i don't actually i don't want to say her name remember i'll just say this remember the deaf girl that was in oh yeah yeah la are we talking about the same people she was in la no her initials oh yeah 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 okay yeah yeah deaf girl bro wrote on a piece of paper to me one day she wanted to give me a blowjob a deaf girl I said that ain't got nothing to do with her hearing. She said she ain't got to hear you. I said that, that's what? the wrong sense. She still has the sense of feel. <laughs> she was freaky, man. <laughs> Maybe she felt like she had to be. I would have did it too, but Maybe. my homeboy there was like, "Man, you better not get no hair from that deaf girl." Why? I was like, what? And she was cute. I mean, right? She wasn't bad she, looking. She was very. Pretty. If you were an employer, would you not hire her because she was deaf? Exactly. You got to be an equal opportunity right. employee. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, but I just it just kind of threw me for a loop. Because when I was like, this girl wrote me but a you know, letter. That, that makes me think of something else. Have you ever like has someone ever hit on you and they're like completely unattractive Not your or type. whatever? Right, and then you think, what is it about me that attracts that you to me? Right, right. And you don't want right. to be like, oh, I'm being a dick. Right. But I, right. <laughs> I think that all the time. Right. And it happens a lot right, with plus size women, and I guess because of the muscles and dreads, they just think that uh-huh. I'm, you can I'm, handle I'm, them. I want to wrestle. Guys with right. dreads like big women? Huh? Guys with dreads like attractive? Like no, women? I don't think so. Not me. Oh. I, just, I don't have anything against them. <laughs> I say all the time, like, right, if, you, if you Jill But when Scott, they see you, you look rough. Like, yeah. oh, he oh, can handle oh, me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, like, but you know, I've seen a lot of big Jill women Scott is fine. I'm going to tell you. Yeah, I have seen that. I have seen that. Because, I mean, I I don't know. And it seems like skinny guys, a lot of skinny guys like. Big women. They like big women. That's not, I wasn't quite going to go there. If you watch porn, 
I mean, it's like the ugliest, skinniest dude. Look at her face again. Yup. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. I, I, when I when I'm an equal opportunist when it comes to porn, I just like to experiment and see what's out there. <laughs> and I know when I see like some of the ugliest guy, I be like, he got a whole arm in his pants. And then oh. you, there's always yeah. a silver lining. Oh, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. And then yeah. it's like you got like if you see a big girl on a porno, like they be going to work, they be putting the whole thing away. <laughs> well. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's a balance. I guess. I guess, I guess our life is all about balance. It, it, and God, I mean, I question God a lot, but certain things I'd be like, you know yeah. what? Right. Well, hey. Right. You know, like Wesley Pipes and all of you. <laughs> oh. You looking at them? You like these niggas ain't out here getting no real women, <laughs> but they cleaning up in the porn world. That's yeah. why. That's what people like to see. I know. Yeah. But don't. I- Did y'all hear? I heard a. I I saw a headline that Pornhub is trying to raise money. To shoot the first sex scene in space. What? I'm not surprised, but I'm gonna tell you this. All right, that's a real fundraiser that I'm they're apparently doing. Go fund me for. I'm telling. Basically, yeah. But Pornhub, that's one of my sites. I'm just saying that's like the top site. But what I will tell you, within Pornhub, they have this new. I'm all about black empowerment. They got this new set called Blacked. Blacked.com, most high quality. HD. I'm glad you are promoting. Porn. My dude like, said hey, HD. Right. Maybe they'll they pay you. Maybe, how, many, hey. how many pixels, though? I don't know, but <laughs> it looks sponsored great. sponsored by Black. Black.com. And I will promote it. Because they be having some of the best looking women. And, and they're black. They're, no, they're, say, they're white women. No, because they ever say black. But the black is black men. All black men. Oh, oh it's like the interracial. Right. Yeah, it's like an interracial. But that's what that's what porn is so... Low budget. It like, is. I mean, her. Weave I don't even like. We will be showing. Oh, I don't even like, like watching porn. I don't like shown. watching black porn. <laughs> Bruce it's Bruce like, was talking right. about that. White yeah. pornos have music and have a storyline. Yeah, story right. You said you pop too. You pop. <laughs> you pop in a black one. And it's mid stroke. Soon yeah. as soon as you come in, it's no production. <laughs> and it's just and they have like and, and it doesn't oh, portray black women right. And I know. Well, I guess, porn doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't. But portray right in general. But what I'm saying is, you look and I'm like, I know for me, you know, I know people like you know the names, but I do. I would like to see one of the the black guys with like a, a Lisa Ann or somebody like that, where I'm like, yeah, boy. But then you know the one the the, the nice looking black women who do porn, they don't do it with black men. Like Jada uh, Fire, she's always with white they men. They make, but they make because it makes more money to cross over. Right, because fetish, these fetishes, something. people yeah. really like get off to these these yeah. interracial and fetishes, all this different kind of stuff. You know, they got the ones where they got them all tied up and shit. bondage. Like, yeah, but I be like, mm-hmm. man, these are. They- I don't even want to play like that. Like I don't, even, <laughs> like, I don't don't tie. Like it's something like if I don't, I don't like if I don't like wrestling. I'm yeah. just kind of playing. If I get like to where I can't move, okay, the game's over. Because I just got for real. Garrett like should, it just Garrett got should look serious. it up. Gary should look it up, but they have one. I, I don't know if it's high two or high something where they basically tie that rope around. They got your body tied up in rope with your yeah, hand like back. hanging, yeah, or not even hanging. And if they pull that string, it tightens the rope. And it yeah, bro, I forgot the That's name. That's crazy. Of it. What it is up, this? I, don't, I forgot the name, but if you look it up, it's just be like be like. No, uh, I'm saying this is you're talking. You're talking about porn. Yeah, it's still oh, it's like a sexual type thing. Else. Oh, so uh, yeah, I saw one like that, and I was just like, what? Like, how did you even tire up? He's like he hog tied a whole body. Yeah. They got all kind of stuff out there, man. It's a lot I've, out there, I've heard stories about right. people boobooing what's, what's on each other and all that. Yeah, I ain't doing that. Black.com. Hey, you know, if you're listening, <laughs> Black, I will promote you. Just pay me a fee, and we'll put it out there for you. So the next, uh, the next topic we want to go to is the mindset for success. And I thought about after this because porn. after porn, 
you want to be a porn star, you may want to be the best at it. Mindset to success. As a porn star? Go to black.com. Go to black.com. Oh get it. Hey, it'll kickstart your day. <laughs> Nothing makes my day more bright than waking up white. I got to tell you. <laughs> That just came out of the blue. That just came out of the blue. That was Martin, people. I don't really feel oh that way. Oh, my God. For the Martin watches out there, you'll get it. Martin is crazy. My, my, the perfect show. I have to say this. I posted on, uh, if you looked at Instagram the other day, I posted the ones where Martin was unemployed and he went to the post office. I mean, he went to the uh, unemployment office mm-hmm. and he went in and he had on like the uh, the hat and the trench coat. And he was like, Martin, I mean, he was like, Myra, you know, I need a job. I need to get in and get out. And she was like, he was like, people know me. She's like, don't nobody know you. And that's when he was like, what's up? I said, what's up? <laughs> the dude was like, sit your ass up. <laughs> Martin looked at him. I said, man, oh, Jim Kelly. <laughs> uh, Shaft looking. Then old dude with the two braids when he had the, the fro and he had yeah. the two braids at yeah. the back. He was like, see, I could have told him to go sit his dumb ass down. <laughs> yeah. If you don't watch Martin. Martin is, that is, is the, one of the funniest shows. All times. I wish they would put it on Netflix so you could watch it at will and not wait for TV1 or right. MTV2 yeah. to post it. Right. So we're going to re- briefly go through the mindset for success. Think of yourself as the number one choice. To me, I think that's the most important situation. Um, kind of like I was going back saying earlier with Artesia saying, like, allowing yourself to be great, allowing yourself to be – you know, to to be better than what you than what you are, and, yeah. and 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 sometimes people see you and see your talent. Yeah. So you have to allow yourself to want to step out. Mm-hmm. I would say, man, that try stuff. Just just jump out there and try stuff. I, I, I say that because uh, I'm doing my PhD now, but I never thought that for a I would want to do that. Yeah. And when I decided that that's something that you know I kind of want to do, I didn't think I had what it took to you know to get into a program. When I applied and got accepted, I was surprised. And when I got here, this kind of goes back to the imperfections, too, because I'm a kind of person that always feels like I kind of have something to prove. And so when I got here, you know, I didn't know the lingo. I didn't know how things worked in a Ph.D. program and stuff like that. So I felt like I was trying to play catch up so long. And, uh, you know, being yourself and that kind of stuff, I finally have gotten to a point where I feel comfortable but it came when I was not trying to study what other people are studying. Yeah. But when I kind of looked at myself and I'm like, okay, I'm a former athlete. I'm a black man in America, blah, blah, blah. How can I use my own experience to blah, blah, blah? Yeah. Talk about a dissertation topic in re- relation to my, my own story. Yeah. <clears throat> and the people love it. Yeah. The faculty love it, all that kind of stuff. So try stuff, man, and be who you are. Embrace, like Anthony said earlier, embrace your perfections and try to figure out how you can – Market yourself, really. And it's good that you said that because, I mean, that's one of those things. I've I've talked to people close to me before, and I'm still working on undergrad. Hopefully I'll be done next year. But I put off school for a long time after I, you know, first went because I was just like, can I really do, like you said, can I do this? Do I belong here? Even when I applied at the University of Texas in Arlington, I was just like, will I even get in? Not and even, it's not set up for yeah, us. And it's not set up for us. And I wasn't making bad grades. And they were right. like, yeah, we, I, I think I applied to UTA, UNT. Um, I did SMU one time well, a couple years back. All of them accepted me with my grades. But I was just like, for one, I didn't go to SMU. I was like, it's just too much money. Yeah. But I was just looking at everything else. And I was like, man, these these places do want me. Right. You know what I'm saying? And, it's, and like you say, you always go in thinking, 
I, for me anyway, I was like, am I smart enough to do this? Mm-hmm. Even when I think about now, I'd be like, okay, I want to go get a master's. Do, I, don't, I don't have to get a master's, but if it's beneficial for what I'm trying to do in the next five to ten years or even a PhD, I will. But you always say, can I do this? Right. And, and a lot of programs that I went and that I'm in now with the university, it's like when I get into them and I'm and I'm see certain people of different races and ages, now I look at it and I'd be like, I'm damn sure capable of doing right. it because some of the people who are in here, for one, one thing I've learned about college is a lot of people are paying their way through college. Mm-hmm. And when I say paying, I mean paying for somebody else to do that work. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, yeah, because I've done, like, because I'm in school right now, too, yeah. and a, a billion times. Why don't you just pay somebody to write your paper? Yeah. Why don't you just it's pay It's, like, so commonplace, right? Right, right. And it's, I won't throw out the top races that I've seen <laughs> do it, but I will say it is a lot of it going on. It's a lot of it going on, and, and, and not even just that. It's, like, a lot of people don't know where to start. Like, mm-hmm. I know I had one class, and we were writing a paper. And we had, I think it was like 10 pages we had to write, which is really not a lot, especially when you get to your level. Mm -hmm. And it was like they, I mean, I'm talking a week up until the point, like people not knowing what to do. Yeah. And I was like, how are they going to pull this paper off? But they pulled it off. I can't say that. I do that. But but, but listen, yeah, and I do too. But I hadn't written it, but I knew what I wanted to do in the direction in which I wanted to go. That was when I was talking to you about the paper I was writing. Right. And, but certain people like, you know, this is like if I start talking to you about football. Right. He could probably be with me all the way down to to the referee blowing the whistle for mm-hmm. whatever the re- you probably know some high review. I, ain't I gonna don't un- know nothing. Okay, so you don't know nothing. Okay, right. you admit it. You admitting <laughs> right. that, and you right. have other people who don't know nothing. But when you get to writing a paper, and like if I make a ninety two, and you make like a ninety. Oh, and it's about football. You say and you don't know nothing. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. Right. It's like what right. what happened? Did, who did you right. talk to? And that happened so much this past semester for me, and I was just like. And like I said, I'm not going to get deep into it, but it was like I saw certain things and I was like, there's no way in hell that that could have happened. You know what? Mm-hmm. And I actually feel like that's a part of, you know, how they always say that if you go to college, like, you know, right after high school, that's a, that really is a part of preparing you for life. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. that happens at work, you know, in yeah. the workplace all the time. It's just kind of like I've been over here. I I know this presentation or I know this right. business, you know, like the back of my hand. And then somebody else gets promoted and, right. and they're always asking you the questions. Yeah. Right. And it's like, how do they get this job? And I know this thing like the back of, back my, of hand, my hand, and they know absolutely nothing. It's privilege in so, America. So right, so it's the same thing like you're saying, referring yeah. to in college. It really does prepare you for almost anything, anything. in life. It mm-hmm. does, and it, it, it's sad to say it, but I, I know. I mean, I don't know. So the next one is work harder and smarter than anyone else, which is kind of what we were just talking about a little bit. I mean, I think I, I kind of picked up some of this from like Steve Harvey when he was talking about what all he does to to be where he's at, mm-hmm. and I think we all know Steve Harvey's story about you know Kings of Comedy. From what I read, was when he really first got his first you know big break. Right. And I was like, you did. Uh, Steve Harvey show and a couple of other things, and I'm like, that was your first break. But you know, that's probably his first break in what he loved. Like yeah, Jamie Foxx is acting, yeah, but he loves to sing. You know yeah. what I mean? So like, yeah. I always have known Jamie Foxx as an actor, but then when you start singing, it's like, oh, wait, yeah. right, you can do that too. Yeah. So he was just basically talking about how you have to, you know, be willing to get up and put yourself out there and do more and 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 all of that, which is something I'm learning right now with trying to do, you know, things with the radio and everything. And it's it's difficult, you know. Mm-hmm. So I, I definitely believe and think that working harder and smarter, and definitely working smarter, because sometimes you can work your fingers to the bone. Sometimes I'm doing stuff, and people around me will be like, "You don't have to do that. You can do this." Instead of tweeting one thing and then taking it and putting it across the board, right. I know it's times Artiz has come in and she be like, "Well, you can just use Hootsuite and it'll put it on everything." Right. And I'm like, "Well, shit! Why didn't you tell me that like <laughs> that before I start typing this?" Right. You right. know what I'm saying? Which that comes at from you know having access to resources and knowing what's out there. Exactly. And that was one of my biggest struggles uh, navigating college because you know I was an athlete in undergrad 
so in masters and and at this level you know you're trying to find you know different kind of scholarships and other kinds of stuff that can help and people who have had parents do certain things and grandparents and so they know where the resources are they know who they can where they can find scholarship money man i didn't know what fafsa was when i was in high school yeah i didn't know none of you know and fortunately didn't end up needing it because of football but how many other kids boys i was going to school with or girls i was going to school with have no idea about these resources that are out there you know in terms of working smarter so we working our fingers to the bone trying to get a break and somebody else is like you were saying and i'm passed you up because they know an easier way to do it and that's one thing i need i actually i'm still guilty of that i need to be applying for more scholarships now i get grant money for my grades from uta Mm -hmm. but i definitely need to be applying for scholarships so i don't have to pay for things as much but one of the things like you said is being aware and knowing that you can do these things or having access to these things like I just did photography for the leadership ISD thing and some of the things that they were talking about on the agenda I was like that's happening right now right. in Dallas right. and like you said nobody tells us and we don't know and we don't have access and we don't know the people right. to do so so it's one of those things that I'm I'm willing I'm looking and doing it I mean you know they have you have an application fee to pay for it um, to get in it but I was like these are things that we definitely need like the I know um What's the Nesby? Mm-hmm. Um, right. Um, yeah. You know, Chris's thing. Yeah, and they're starting like like the STEM pro you know, the STEM projects and stuff to to bring the science and uh and math and, and all that kind of stuff to black communities to black communities because we need that. Because growing up, like you say, the yeah, yeah, yeah. They have one. Yeah. So, and, and I think I think I think it's great. <laughs> I think it's great that they're making you know bringing awareness to the black community of thing other things that we can do besides being an athlete or a basic firefighter, police, right, or right. a nurse or a doctor. Like, it's so much more out here mm-hmm. to do, mm-hmm. and, and I think we need to know. It. And I'm gonna run through the rest of it real quick. Um, with the mindset for success, take care of your mental health. Know that failure will happen, but be able to bounce back and get back up from it. Sell yourself and build yourself as an individual brand. Don't befriend everyone. Everybody is not supposed to be your friend. Live outside the box and always remain humble and give back if you can. It was one that I wanted to add. Okay. Is, um, surround yourself with people who are doing better mm-hmm. than you. Yeah. I, I mean, you, I don't feel like if, if you're the smartest person in your circle, you're not going to learn anything. Yeah. Right. So you should always surround yourself with people who are doing different things, not even just the one thing. Because like you said, that's how you're going to get access to all these things that you don't know that are happening. Yeah. Right. It's surrounding yourself who, with people who know more than you do and if you're a black person be open to tell people like if you know something that they don't yes. know be open to share that information yeah. it's too many times in the black community where I know I've asked a guy like he may have a job $35 an hour and I'm like how did you get that or what did you do you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. and and how did you go about doing that and they'll be like oh I'll get back to you and you never hear back from right. me like if I got a job making good money I'm gonna tell you right. how did I get to that point because Nine times out of ten, it probably ain't that many people that look like me in that office anyway. Right. So I need right. to be bringing more people on or bringing more people in and telling people how to go about doing it. It's like cheat codes, man. Oh, you, yeah. you back, back, forward, forward, <laughs> AB. You got to <laughs> look. Our white counterparts are doing it. They set right. and they, they yeah. subsequent generations up for success. Just to kind of defend some of us. I know a lot of times, you know, you you will reach out to your, you know, black counterparts yeah. and then they, they make you look bad so it's mm-hmm. like it'll kind of burn you because I've had you know it's too. like I, I'm very hesitant to I mean to, to yeah. refer people to anything yeah. to a restaurant to I mean because it's like I don't want yeah. anybody saying oh I can't fool with Gabrielle yeah. because, because the people she because around. the people that she's yeah. around or you know you 
get somebody on at your job and then they quit the next week because the next, yeah. I mean I understand of course if you gonna you have something better but yeah. you know it's just like just to quit because oh they oh they they was tripping yeah work. it's mm-hmm. like you know you can't <laughs> just walk like, away no you just can't somebody leave. said and, something to me sideways right and not even that <laughs> like. People have gotten me on, and I've hated the job, yeah. but I won't quit because, right. uh, you know, I'll give it time before yeah. I quit because I don't want to make them look bad. Right. Yeah. So it's like sometimes you can't help people. I was people. about to say, I'm in the situation right now. I don't hate I, the job, though. It's uh, it's cool, but it was one of those things where I was referred by, you know, one of the doctors there, and, and they're great. But I just feel like the pay for me is not the pay for me. Mm-hmm. Right. And when you know your worth. Mm-hmm. So on and so forth. You're like, hey, uh, you got to add another zero or period or something <laughs> to that thing. But it's one, like you said, it's one of those things comments. where previous, yeah. Right. Some comments, yeah. <laughs> 100,000, 100,000. Like, you want 100,000, you got to get the road, bro. We ain't give you a. But, you know, I just think it's one of those things, like, it, and it, that's what happened. Like, he referred to somebody previously who didn't show, well, he showed up and then he didn't follow through. Mm-hmm. So when I got the offer, I was like, job seems cool people cool i'll go ahead and take it and and i told him i said bro i'm telling you right now i am solely here because of you and your name Mm -hmm. i have an end game Mm -hmm. and it is coming to a theater near you (laughs) but uh for the moment Mm -hmm. it's cool and it makes it easier because you know management is not too bad the people that i work with are cool you know so it it makes it easier but i definitely don't feel like i'm 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 being paid my worth right this is not just being like outlandish like I know things. Right. And you know what I'm saying? And I, I feel like I deserve what I am worth. And mm-hmm. I think that's one thing as black people we have to do too is we have to be able to when you go into an interview, don't be scared to say, I want this amount. Yeah. yeah. Especially if you have the experience to know your worth. Because sometimes we just happy to get a job. Yeah. If you got a master's degree or or a PhD or even a bachelor's, you better or not bilingual. Walk in. Right. Don't walk right. in and that's they a say, big one. Oh, oh, we'll give you fifteen dollars an hour. Is somebody else in this room? Right. Uh, habla español. Oh, oh, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, Quiero dinero. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Shit, I, you need to pay me. No, that's one of the points that Chris made before that was real important that, that yeah, stuck out that. to me because yeah. that's true. We we get these opportunities and there's a you know they're few and far in between, so we feel like we got to secure it mm-hmm. so we can you know so yeah. we're not out on the street. Yeah. But while the next person got ten options, so he's coming in here like, look, they're gonna pay me this much. So what's up? What's up? You know. Yeah. So and you and you have to go in with that mindset, man, just to, to balance yourself out. But uh, before we before we end the show, I wanted to give some shout outs. I wanted to thank again Artesia Swindle, our consultant, administrative consultant for the show. Brian Fuller, our audio and editor, editor engineer, who uh, basically puts the show together for you guys to listen to on SoundCloud <laughs> and on iTunes. I want to thank Carlos Francois, who is now in business with us here at The Reality Is and helping donating uh, to the shows to keep it going. Miss Gabrielle Johnson. Thank you for coming in, helping us out. She is now going to be a new addition and helping us write uh, articles on the website. Also, we do appreciate that. And all the listeners who continue to listen in or contribute anything to the show, whether it's listening, whether it's talking about us, whether it's letting other people know, we do appreciate that. Um, Also, uh, another reminder is that The Reality Is Live. We still have tickets, so you can go buy your tickets at www.therealityis.com. That's T-H-A, therealityis.com. All you have to do is scroll down. It's I think it's on the right side of the page. Click on Eventbrite and buy your ticket. It's just $10. $10. The, um, the live event is on Thursday. Uh, I mean, I'm sorry. I'm thinking of something. I'm, I'm hearing this vacuum in the back. My bad. <laughs> the event is July 25th. It's a Saturday from 6 to 10 at Absent Lounge. Uh, be sure to come out. We have great price drinks. We have free food that's going to be there. Get there and get it quick because, you know, black folks can 
So you want to make sure you, you get out there. Chicken in the back after church. <laughs> yeah, yeah, with the cake slice on the plate. That <laughs> <laughs> pound cake. Ooh, oh, boy. Oh, man. Oh, the seven, upside, on that yeah. seven upside down cake. <laughs> Taking me back. We Look, I want to know the story on, on Gabrielle's name. What 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 was oh, it yeah, about yeah. Gabby? What was the? We posted that okay. article this week. Go oh. ahead. Let me tell it. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, so what happened is this guy that I used to work with, he, like, we've been working together maybe like a week. And he just came with me. He was like, hey, Gabby. And I was like, so, and everybody in my job already knows, like, I don't like to be called Gabby. So, unless, the asterisk is, unless, like, I've known you, like, from, like, Anthony calls me Gabby, but mm-hmm. Anthony has known me for, I mean, since high school. Yeah. Or, do we Before know? high school. Right. Yeah. So, it, it's, it, it comes with a certain comfort level. You can't just, auto, if I introduce myself as Gabrielle, don't sh- automatically shorten my name. Yeah, right. Call me what I want to be called. This is like, and I was saying in the article, just like in a relationship, you don't just start the relationship off saying baby. You right. like call me, you just kind of ease into that. Right. But, and, it, and then the problem is, so the guy was like, well, I saw somebody on your Facebook call you, Gabby. And it's like, I say this all the time, justification is a courtesy. I don't yeah. have to justify anything, but I'm going to be nice today. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, one guy is my cousin, and the other guy's known me, you know, all my life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you can't just, and then you can't get mad at me if I don't want to be called Right, that, exactly. Why, why do I have to justify my, right? what you want to be called Tony? Right, so, yeah. right. I'm just going to yeah. come out like, hey, Tony, like. I don't and my like mom, it. like my mom's name is Tom Felicia, Lope. don't and do she it. will go off if you be like, "Hey, Fifi," she's like, uh, <laughs> "Who is that? Who the hell is Fifi?" Right. <laughs> right. Excuse you. Right. But before we wrap it up, um, if you want to contact us, you can email us at therealityis.com. You can also send us, um, no, well, not email us. You can hit us up at info at therealityis.com. Again, it's T H A. The reality is dot com. You can send us email or audio messages. Also hit us up on social media at Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at The Reality Is. Again, T-H-A. If you missed the show today, you can hear it again on TuneIn app. Download the TuneIn app. Search F-B-R-N, and we are in the Blue Bowl tonight from 11 to 1. If you missed that, we will have the show uploaded normally every Tuesday on iTunes. Leave a review and rate the show. What are you laughing at? Look at what you don't want to say. My cousin moved in with us. And I put a, uh, <laughs> I put an eviction notice on the door, <laughs> just playing around. <laughs> and he said, "Hold on," he said, "Gary, I know you're behind this. I didn't want to have to beat your bitch ass, but now I'm forced to." <laughs> God damn! I can't wait for next week's show. I mean, I love doing this. I need to quit my day job. Push flight G five, pass high, we fry. No bro, we ride. No profit, we cry. Shut the fuck up, I got something. No truck that I fuck up the truck. You can duck with your truck. You can't come up with the Time to fire up the grill. Time to go to Total Wine and find the perfect flavor to pair with those burgers. Ooh, I love their beer cooler. <laughs> you love their prices even more. Wondrous selection, helpful guides, ridiculously low prices. Total Wine and more. Today on News 4 at 4, we're working for you. An inside look at the local COVID vaccine trial for kids. What children reported days after getting the shot and how it could impact the timeline of kids being vaccinated. Today at 4 p.m. on NBC4. Tonight, it's The Voice Live Rounds, and Nick Jonas wants his first win. Let's get this done. Who's got what it takes and whose dream ends here? Watch live and vote to save your faves. The Voice Live Rounds, tonight on NBC.